You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, John Nunn, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the rule of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now so what is happening everybody i hope everybody has been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far goodness i cannot believe that uh (laughs) it's already been a week since our last episode it honestly feels like it was yesterday I don't know if everybody else feels the same or not, but I feel like the days have been going by very fast this past summer. And uh, I don't know if it's because most people are just so busy. So their perception of time is just kind of messed up. I don't know what it is. Or maybe like, I don't know. I also have another theory that when the weather is kind of nicer out, the days go by faster. Like I do experience myself feeling like the days actually go by very slow sometimes in the winter. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. This is just bro science. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I hope that everybody's been enjoying their summer so far. And uh, it just hit me that we're actually in the last week of August. And with that, you know, with uh, uh, if you're a student and you're listening to this right now, you're like, no, don't even remind me, Janan. Yes, back to school. I know. I know. But I feel like for myself, because you guys know I'm a grad student, so I'm just like constitutively in school. So to me, it doesn't really, really mean much. (laughs) But if you have been taking the summer off and now you have to go back to school, I completely understand why you might be a little bit bumped. You know, you're just like used to having your own schedule and all the fun. And now you have to go back to school. But trust me, you'll you'll get there and you'll get back to the grind in no time. And uh, if you are a university student, I hope that moving goes well for you, especially if you're listening to this from the radio, like 93.3 FM. Um, your chances are you're probably a University of Guelph student and you're trying to settle in in your new residence or what have you. So if that is the case with you, I wish you all the best and uh, I wish all of you a year filled with success and good vibes in your academic year yes let's go let's get it ah (laughs) so i just pulled up my uh headphone uh (laughs) anyways um technical difficulties but we're all good all right oh goodness everyone okay so i really hope that you're ready for everything that's gonna be coming your way this episode so what do i mean by that Let me just tell you, a lot has been happening in the world of combat sports over the past week, and we have a lot more happening this upcoming weekend as well. So what actually went down this past weekend? So we already talked about this on our previous episode. We had a very important UFC fight night, or rather pay-per-view event happening, UFC 278, which was uh, headlined by a phenomenal welterweight championship bout between Kamaru Usman 
and Leon Edwards. And oh boy, <laughs> do we have a lot of stuff to talk about that. So in a few minutes, you will see for yourself what I mean by that and why I sounded kind of, uh, you know, a little bit shady when I when I said, said it like that. <laughs> but uh, I hope that at least uh, you had time to watch some of the fights on the main card of this UFC 278 fight card because... They were pretty phenomenal and uh, the whole fight card was pretty stacked and uh, especially for, I would say, the co-main event and the main event, they were just absolutely mm, like you would be stunned as, as an MMA fan to be sitting there and watching these fights. You would be absolutely stunned <laughs> for very good reasons because a lot happened, you know, a lot happened inside the inside the octagon and the cage and a lot happened when the fights were over and it was time for post-fight interviews. <laughs> so that was that was MMA and we're going to be talking about that more um, in a few minutes. However, I think it'd be only fair to start the show by talking about a very important event that also happened this past weekend that we unfortunately did not get to break down on our previous episode. And you know what, guys, I admit it. Shame on me, because how could one possibly forget about a boxing heavyweight championship fight that could be happening on a particular weekend? Well, this gal right here. <laughs> and you know what? I have my own reasons as to why this was just overlooked. And you know what? I was not the only person who had this experience with how this fight was promoted. So which fight am I talking about? I'm talking about the fight, the rematch fight between Anthony Joshua and Alexander Usyk. Okay, so this fight, um, it, like I said, this was a second, the second time that these guys were facing off against one another. The first time that um, Anthony Joshua would have to had... Um, I don't know why I mix my mixing mixing up my grammar right now. Anyways, let me rephrase this. The first time that Anthony Joshua, after he lost his heavyweight belt, he actually would have had the chance to fight for, fight back for it essentially, and to regain his titles. This was the fight, right? And that's why it was so important because. You know, even if I if if I bring up the name Anthony Joshua, you would say, but he was like one of the top prospects in heavyweight boxing. So of course everybody's gonna be watching in and, and tuning in to that fight because we're talking about Anthony Joshua, the guy who we all suspected was gonna be the next Muhammad Ali, literally, in the heavyweight division. So that's why that fight was very, very important to watch. Uh, however, why did I per it, personally let me? OK, I'm not trying to put the blame on other fans and why they might have forgotten about it and why it was probably overlooked. But I'll talk about my experience and as to why I forgot to even, you know, talk about it on the show. But also I didn't know. about. OK, I didn't know about this fight until the day that it happened. My own father had to remind me that this fight was happening. I was simply making coffee for myself on Saturday morning. My dad goes, oh, yeah, the, the Anthony Joshua fight is on tonight, right? I'm like, excuse me, father? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, girl, you're supposed to be like the MMA, like this, the <laughs> combat sports, like diva. Like, what are you talking about? How are you not? Uh, <laughs> how do you not know this? And I said, well, you know what? Because I feel like there hasn't been enough promotions <laughs> To, to to market this fight and there honestly has not been uh because 
when you tune in to ESPN, when you tune into the zone, like different different um, global sports channels that often broadcast boxing, did you ever see? Okay, ever is a strong word. How many times did you see the pro, uh, the promotion video for this fight between Anthony Joshua and Alexander Usyk? The fight that that is so determining and so important for the heavyweight division in boxing. Please tell me how many times you you saw the promotion video for it. Probably once or twice. And I say that because, (laughs) listen, I am the most hardcore combat sports fan you can possibly find out there. And this is coming from my perspective. So I feel like the efforts were definitely lacking in terms of promoting this fight properly. And also it just didn't make sense to me uh, in the sense that the, the uh, promoter of Anthony Joshua, Eddie Hearns, you know, I feel like at least on his behalf, a lot more marketing effort had to be done, especially because he was already spending so much money to get a venue in Saudi Arabia and to just go to the extent that he went to really make this fight big um, in terms of where it was happening all the betting that uh, and odd making that was happening behind the scenes. I feel like, you know, that was great. But for you to be selling the fight to the people who matter most, honestly, in my opinion, who are the fans, there was definitely a lack of effort. And I really don't know why that happened. I feel like it was definitely much better before um, when, when it came to promoting Anthony Joshua's fight. So I don't know what happened there, but anyways, that is, uh, my reasoning as to why it was overlooked on my behalf. Anywho, let's talk about what actually happened on the fight. So just a little bit of background for y'all. Uh, Anthony Joshua, he was undefeated for his uh, professional heavyweight career. He had one loss in the past in which he lost his heavyweight championship belts. He took some time off. He trained really hard. He came back. He re-won his belts. And the next fight, the next immediate fight that he had was against Alexander Usyk, the Ukrainian Alexander Usyk. So when he fought Usyk, in my opinion, um, uh, Anthony Joshua really underestimated Alexander Usyk the first time that the two fought because Alexander Usyk is not naturally a heavyweight. He actually moved up weight divisions to be fighting at the heavyweight division. So in my opinion, there was definitely uh, a bit of a underestimation on behalf of Anthony Joshua. Nonetheless, he fought Usyk and he lost the fight because he just he was really uh he was shocked with what he was presented in the fight against Usyk so he lost his belt and now fast forward to this past weekend the two uh were gonna fight for the second time but some of the things that had changed in the meanwhile was that Anthony Joshua, well, he hadn't fought anyone in the meantime, and neither had Alexander Usyk. But something that was quite impressive uh, that was done on behalf of Alexander Usyk was that, so Usyk is originally from the Ukraine, and uh, we all know with the current uh, situation in the Ukraine, uh, a lot of folks volunteer to fight on the front lines for their home country, and Alexander Usyk was one of those individuals. So, Usyk was just not sitting home, like, you know, enjoying the money that he made recently from his recent fight against Anthony Joshua. He was actually fighting a war for his home country. And 
And when it was announced that he was actually going to be having a boxing fight very soon, he was he was there still fighting, literally fighting. And then he took a couple months off to train for this fight. So tell me how how anybody can do that. Okay, like that's just incredible to me. And also to put it to perspective to, you know, the outcome of the, the, the fight that actually happened over this past weekend, it just like it blows my mind and it's pretty mesmerizing. And I have a lot of respect for Alexander Usyk. So that's what happened in the meantime. Not to say that uh, Anthony Joshua was not training hard in the meantime. He really was. In my opinion, though, he was training the wrong way for this fight. And I say this because I actually went back and watched some of his training highlights and in my opinion, uh, Anthony Joshua was focusing too much on improving his cardio and stamina as opposed to working on his power and to try to bulk up and to try to work on his power as a heavyweight. Because let me tell you something. Let me let me let you in on a, on a small secret. So when you're a heavyweight fighter, uh, you actually get to use two different things that could lead to a victory for you in fights one is that you're either super duper technical super fast on your feet you're very dynamic you want to win the fight through uh winning points and therefore through a decision win so this type like this style of fighting i would really say that it's best for folks like alexander Usyk, right because he he's just not the most bulky guy in the heavyweight division so you know it would be best for him to rely on his technique and his skills in that sense to try to win fights as opposed to try to deliver power shots and to, uh, to try to knock out his opponents and win fights that way however for someone like anthony joshua in this particular case you know i would look at him and then i would look at his opponent because alexander Usyk is already doing all that you know the, the first option <laughs> I would actually, if I were to coach Anthony Joshua, I would I would um, uh, advocate for the second strategy that is, I would say, uh, you know, very popular to use in the heavyweight division, and that is to bulk bulk up. Honestly, do power workouts, absolute power workouts, so that you can work on your power shots, and that he could potentially uh, win fights through. Uh, just finishing the fight, not really letting it to go to distance and try to put the pressure on his opponents that way through delivering power shots with the aim to knock out his opponents. And I also say this because um, um, Anthony Joshua, if you compare their physiques, like Joshua's physique to Usyk's physique, in my opinion, um, Joshua had more physical advantages because he's a taller fighter and uh, he's just overall more muscular and bulkier. But he was just training the wrong way. He was training the way that Alexander Usyk should have been training. So it makes no sense to me. It, it honestly did not make any sense to me. So I feel like uh, Joshua went in with the with the aim to try to outbox Alexander Usyk, but in my opinion, he should have gone the other way and tried to finish the fight as soon as possible when he could, so that he could just secure the belts. And you know, whatever happens after that, whatever opponent he gets after that, then he will deal he will deal with it after. It just did not make sense to me why. Anthony Joshua wanted to beat Alexander Usyk in the style that Usyk is just so great at. It makes no sense to me. So 
anyways, that's that's how he had trained prior to this fight. And when the fight started, mm, I don't mean to sound negative. However, this was probably one of the most disappointing heavyweight fights that I've ever watched in my whole life. Um, and that uh, I feel like Alexander Usyk was just doing what Alexander Usyk does, you know, being dynamic, being as technical as possible, um, just just being him. But I feel like Anthony Joshua, on the other hand, like I was saying before, I just feel like he wasn't comfortable in his own skin because of how different his uh, training had been prior to this. He's just not that fighter. He's not that cardio strong fighter and he was trying to be that he was trying to put on that persona literally but he's just not that joshua come on man like when you know you have good knockout power just put it to use the same way that you knocked out vladimir klitschko the legend the boxing legend and you you shook the world do the same thing. Why don't you do the same thing to Alexander Usyk? You know, you know that it's worked for you. Why don't you just try it again? But unfortunately, he did not do that. And uh, the fight went the full distance, so the full twelve rounds. And of course, you know, from from how things were delivered in the fight, I feel like Anthony Joshua. Not to say that he did really bad, but I feel like he could have done so much better had he changed his strategy from the first fight to this fight. Um, so unfortunately, Anthony Joshua lost this fight through um, Alexander Usyk winning a unanimous decision. And, you know, it's just part of the game, of course. However, Anthony Joshua did not agree with the outcome. So he was very angry. This was the first time that I've ever seen Anthony Joshua be this angry because he stormed out of the ring with his corner. And then less than two minutes after, they rushed back into the ring. And uh, he just looked so flustered. Joshua looked so flustered. He was looking for a microphone. He got a microphone. And this, this was the part that really broke my heart. <laughs> And like, not in the sense like, oh, no, no, that's so cute. Like, oh, my goodness, Joshua, I can't believe you did that, man, kind of thing. <laughs> because Anthony Joshua text, takes a microphone and he starts. Oh, my God. I'm just like cringing, like thinking about it. He starts talking about, oh, you know, like uh, I put in a lot of effort. And uh, I mean, of course, I'm, I'm just paraphrasing at this point. But feel free to go back and watch the highlight of this post fight shenanigan if you want to. But what he was saying was pretty much, oh, you know, I've been putting in so much hard work and I've been training so hard, but uh, kudos to Usyk, hip hip hooray, you know, <laughs> just like, I was just like, I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> like, Joshua, you should just take the L and go home and like, I don't know, have a beer or something. <laughs> just like watch the video again and see where you went wrong. Maybe like change some of the people who are in your corner who are giving you bad strategy for fights. Like... You know, as opposed to doing this, because in my opinion, it actually took away from the shine, uh, the, the moment to shine for Alexander Usyk. Usyk, you know, having overcome all the things that he had in his life, like literally fighting on the on the front line for his home country to winning a fight. A, 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 like he won a championship fight and uh, he's still the heavyweight champion of the world. And, you know, that's just like very... 
emotionally heavy stuff and uh it, it can be very overwhelming but also you know in a good way like he was he teared up when he won the belt and he was so he had tears of happiness of course but then joshua just comes in and he's like ah sorry party crasher like <laughs> like joshua man just please like go home have a pizza i don't know like <laughs> Just like go take a nap. Like there's so many other things you could be doing instead of crashing this this man's moments. <laughs> like he's in the spotlight and you're just like taking away his moment. But anyways, uh, and please feel free to disagree if you think that what Joshua did uh, after the fight was actually justified. Please, I would love to talk about this. Uh, please go on our social media at TKO underscore podcast. Comment on our posts or send us DMs. Let us know what you think. Did you agree with what Joshua did or... I don't know. Were you, were you guys also weirded out or what? Because um, to me, it was very strange. And a lot of some. OK, not a lot of people. Some people argued that oh, that was very classy of him because, you know, he's just like he's establishing his dominant personality while also being classy and applauding the other guy. But mm, no, not really, in my opinion, because another another uh, video that was leaked, actually, after the fight was uh, something that Joshua said to Usyk while he was still in the ring. Like this was very, very immediately after the uh, decision was announced. Joshua goes over to Usyk and he says, uh, or excuse me, okay, Usyk tells uh, Anthony Joshua, because, you know, at the end of the fight, you're like, okay, it was all business. You shake hands, you hug, whatever. Usyk goes, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Usyk goes, uh, you're a very strong man uh, or something along those lines. And uh, Joshua goes, yeah, you're a very strong man too, but to be a good boxer, you need to have skill. And, uh, you know, I have skill. Like, how did you beat me? No, tell me, how did you beat me? And you know what? This part, I'm not paraphrasing. Uh, I'm actually <laughs> quoting. So uh, there's also video of this, like actual video footage of this, that Joshua said that. And I'm like, mm, Joshua, you need to just go on vacation. Like, just, just please take the L, go on vacation, chill off, and then maybe make some determining decisions about who you have in your team because they're guiding you wrong, man. I'm telling you this as a person who's not even a professional boxer, just as a person who's been watching the game for so many years. And everybody can tell you this. Even if you've been watching Joshua for the past couple of years, you can tell the drastic decline in his performance um, over the past little while, over the past couple of fights that he's had. And Honestly, I feel like, you know, he's he has everything. He has every tool that he needs to in order to be um, a successful heavyweight fighter and potentially even like get back the title for himself and be the reigning heavyweight champion. But unfortunately, you know, even though sports like boxing are individual sports, they're really not because you're guided by a team. You're guided by a head coach and a strength and conditioning coach and a striking coach and uh a nutritionist, even like so many people and a sports psychiatrist, like there's so many people that contribute to the making of a very well-rounded, um, you know, either martial artist or boxer or combat sports uh, athlete. 
So those are all the uh, all the stuff that happens behind the scene. And it's not just the fighter just going in, you know, doing whatever, improvising. No, it's actually it takes a village literally to, to raise a boxer, if you will. So that and that's a real thing. Trust me. Uh, there's been so many times in, throughout the history of boxing and combat sports and martial arts that uh, we've had amazing fighters have horrible decline in their performance and lose their prime because they were surrounded by the wrong people and the wrong team. So fighters need to be very cautious about this and, you know, not blinded, blindedly, excuse me, listen to whatever some other people tell, tell them to do around them, right? Oh, I really hope that because again, and, and the reason why I'm so passionate about all this is because Anthony Joshua, he is still so young. I feel like he's not really even at his prime yet. Like he's there, but he just needs to unleash it and release it all using the right people who are there to guide him, if that makes sense. So that's what happened in terms of boxing. And I can't believe that I talked about that for 24 minutes. Um, but, you know, I feel like it was only fair to do so because, again, last week, unfortunately, I... Uh, <laughs> I just forgot to talk about this fight, but uh, here I am. I hope that I was able to make it up to you guys. <laughs> All right, and uh, congratulations once again to Alexander Usyk for um, keeping his belts. And honestly, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, all the best to Anthony Joshua, and I hope that he is able to figure it out very soon for himself. All right. Okay, so with the remainder of the time that we have, I'm just going to quickly talk about some of the things that happened for the UFC events being that uh, at UFC 278, when Kamaru Usman and Leon Edwards were fighting for the welterweight championship belt of uh, the UFC, ha, a lot of interesting stuff happened. So Kamaru Usman, uh, as you may recall in our previous episode, I have always um, deemed him as one of the most invincible fighters, not just in the welterweight division, but in the entire roster of the UFC. Um, in my opinion, he had just unbeatable wrestling and uh, he had been working on a striking in the meantime for all the times that all the years that he had been training MMA. And to me, there was just no person, uh, in my opinion, anyways, that uh, had the ability, uh, you know, on paper, had the ability to beat Usman in an MMA fight. But let me tell you something. Ah, the MMA math almost never works out. Mm -mm. So that's that's why it's so important to be sitting down and watching these fights, you know, not just for the sake of appreciating the sport for for what it is, but also for the sake of entertainment. Because let me tell you what happened when Usman was fighting Leon Edwards this past weekend. This fight was very close, but close in the sense that Kamar Usman was doing uh just enough to be winning this fight had it gone to decision. He could have won this fight through unanimous decision. What did happen, though? <laughs> what happened was that in the fifth round of the fight, so the last round of the fight, Leon Edwards threw a leg kick. And Kamar Usman, he was bent in a way uh, because I feel like he was trying to faints over a shot so that he could potentially turn that faint into a takedown and take um 
Leon Edwards down to the canvas. But those type of things are very risky, especially, you know, you being a wrestler, you know that you have to lower your stance to shoot for the takedown. But then the other person, they see that if if they're quick enough with their eyes and their uh, muscle movement, they can see that and they can immediately target you right away. And that's exactly what Leon Edwards did. He saw that. Mm, you know, Usman wasn't in the best position that he could be in. He was a little bit lower to the canvas. So he shot for that leg kick and boom, Kamar Usman was knocked out cold to the canvas. And new we have Mr. Leon Edwards, the new welterweight champion of the world, which was just unbelievable. Blew my mind, but shout out to Kamar Usman for keeping it classy, even though it was a nasty knockout. He later came out and said that, uh, you know, he's still very grateful and, you know, kudos to Leon Atwers and how incredible the sport is and that he said that he's going to take some time off and he's going to come back stronger. And that's the type of attitude I'm talking about, man. Not like him taking the mic and trying to say, oh, but I, I worked really hard, you know, <laughs> like I, I put in a lot of hard work into this. Well, you know what? I feel like everybody does. But sometimes, you know, it's just part of the game. You win sometimes and you lose sometimes. And that's indeed the beauty of combat sports. All right, folks, I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, we're almost out of time. Uh, OK, <laughs> I wish we had more time to talk about the Paula Costa fight as well in UFC 278, but maybe next week all right so that's all that's all the time we're going to be having for this week make sure you go to cfru.ca to catch up with our previous episodes you can also go to spotify and apple Podcasts to download our episodes and until next time it's your girl jenon right here and this is tko peace out